Welcome everybody back once again to River Do's and River Don'ts, a podcast where we look at an episode of the TV series Riverdale, uh, run down what happened in that bad boy, and then discuss our River Do, the thing we like the best, our River Don't, the thing that we thought was very, very bad, even if uh, the whole episode is bad, this is the part that's the most bad, <laughs> and our weekly weird, uh, something quite inexplicable uh, and very arresting. It makes you, it's something that gives you a bad case of the makes you thanks. Um, I so can't. Yeah. I can't. I was. I, I'm. <laughs> well, to, to to allow them to speak, I'm no. Rob. <laughs> I'm Quinn. I'm Arlie. No, I was just going to make a call back to the Sopranos episode about the weekly weird. I was just going to say something that, like Tony Soprano, gets your ass clapping. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, congratulations, Quinn. You forced the hand of future Rob to leave that blooper in ahead well, of the music so that this is like understandable at all. That's or why do we I just put it in and make it like not understandable? If you put it afterward, <laughs> that's why I said I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> You're not contractually obligated to put it on the episode just because I said it. You have editorial privilege. <laughs> no, I do. I, he's he's obligated to put it. In yeah, Arlie's making a decree. Um. Anyway, uh, so if you this... want to hear about Tony Soprano's clapping ass, wait for the end of the episode. You're might be in for a little treat. <laughs> Uh, this week we're discussing the 10th episode of season 3, chapter 45, The Stranger, directed by Maggie Kiley. Wow, that was a weird way of saying that. <laughs> Maggie Kiley. Uh, directed Kiley. by Maggie Kiley. <laughs> Whew, okay, you can do it. We are Directed by okay. Maggie Kiley and written by Brian E. Patterson, who I believe we've uh, seen before uh, in writer credits, but I can't be asked. So before we get into the episode, I've got a little bit of cool news to share. Uh, Quinn, you know what I just ordered? <laughs> On the internet, on the internet, on the oh, interwebs, do tell. Uh, books three oh God. through five oh God. of the Austell Riverdale novels. That's right. There's a fifth one. There's now. a fifth one. I don't remember if it's the Maple Murders or Death of a Cheerleader next, but who doggy? Uh, I think it's Maple Murders, then Death of a Cheerleader. There's another one after already. Uh, so there will be more pros and cons forthcoming uh, when we hit the correct chronological point for said books. We'll oh keep you posted. God. The uh, books will yeah. not care about chronology or plot, but we will. It'll it'll give us, it'll fuel us with jokes is the thing. So uh, yeah, look forward to that. Uh, so who wants to hear about another bad episode of Riverdale? Oh God, I guess me. <clears throat> Only me. Yeah, I'll I'll yeah, no, it for it. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so the Jughead narration that starts this episode does a fake out in its narration for Whoa. literally one second. <laughs> yep. Archie Andrews died. At least the Archie we knew. Boo. The Archie we have now is a shambling, horny corpse. <laughs> Wait, he wasn't before? You tell me. <laughs> Archie returns home and Fred is, I love this. Fred is mildly pleased to see Vegas, the dog. He's like, hey, Vegas, how's it going? And then super surprised to see Archie. I was like, is that not a giveaway? How did Vegas <laughs> he assumes get in there? that Vegas just made it back from Canada on his own. Fuck this kid. I want to go see my dad again. 
Yeah, I, I, so the, we, we now have built some backstory for the dog that when he's not on screen for a long time, it's because he just does international travel. <laughs> yeah. He's got a passport and everything. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he's he's a real real uh, international dog of mystery, is that Vegas. Oh uh, anyway, Archie survived a bear, and so he is no longer afraid of a crime boss, because those are the same. It makes perfect sense. Yep. Uh, we just go right into another scene. This this show sure is out here making scenes. Uh, <laughs> Archie shows up at the Bon Way to reunite with Veronica. Uh, I have no further notes. It just that's just what happened. Uh, the main four are then shown meeting at Pops, and <laughs> Archie orders a root beer float because his hair isn't red. Thank because you. he dyed it for his anonymity. He di- he dyed his hair to remain anonymous. His hair's dark now, so it's a root beer float, motherfucker. <laughs> I told it's you. So... Like even, he even says they lampshade it. You. I just don't feel like a strawberry milkshake. <laughs> and everyone like looks at him and they're like, fuck this guy. Dude, that what is, happened that is to heavy. You, Archie? That is some heavy shit. You're totally twisted. Holy shit. You're like fucked up. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll get to that. Jughead tells the gang about Fangs' undercover assignment, and oh shit, the SATs are this very week, y'all. This was so fucking funny to me. This whole SAT plot line is so fucking funny. Shows up out of nowhere, doesn't matter, sucks. So that's where we're at with that. Apparently all of Betty's money has been taken out of her accounts and donated to the farm, which Alice thinks is okay because Betty can study at the farm for free and thus needs no tuition money. I just get this feeling that the farm is not an accredited college. I literally said that to Joe when we were watching the episode. Oh, man. It's not an accredited university. You you do not walk out with a piece of paper from TFU. <laughs> Oh, I mean, you might walk out good. with a piece of paper, but it's not like a legally binding degree. <laughs> it, doesn't mean it is not anything. a sufficiently powerful piece of paper. Um, it's just a winky face <laughs> signed Edgar Evernever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for those kids. <laughs> um, Fred and FP visit Hiram to let him know that Archie is back in town, and Hiram uh, does the thing where he claims simply not to have done the bad stuff he's done once again. Uh, I wish no harm to anyone. <laughs> Fred straight just tells him that if something bad happens to Archie, he'll just be murdering Hiram uh, for a start. So, yep, that's the scene. Archie meets the principal Weatherby, who thinks really with all this shit that's happened, Archie should repeat his junior year. Uh, What kicks absolute ass is that this revelation of the principal's opinion about Archie needing to retake a grade, not like even that he has to, just that the principal thinks it would be a good idea. Uh, is met with the swelling of music and the title card more suspenseful than drug wars, threats of murder, or cults, roughly equal to a sudden bear attack. Mm-hmm. I, I I enjoyed that, actually. It felt like a return <laughs> to real Riverdale. <laughs> to me, it felt right. <laughs> yeah. Veronica lets Reggie know that Archie is back. Womp womp. Well, Reggie after he it. gets real well, weird, he basically, like, grinds up on her he's like hey there <laughs> like ooh, i know we're at school but it's that time 
It's that sexy time for me to put my lips on your sexy lips. And she's like, Archie's back. And it's like, oh, Archie's back. He takes it surprisingly well, or at least puts on a brave face about it. Um, So what we learn next is that apparently you got to have both parents' signatures to steal your kid's money. Uh, And Alice has forged Hal's signature. Somehow being a serial killer uh, does not lose you that parental right. Uh, so Betty needs to get an affidavit signed by Hal. Okay, that was so uh, weird. Stating that also, Alice forged his signature. Jesus, this is dumb. That was so fucking weird. And then Betty's like, yeah, that's a forgery. I know, because I forged it before. And I'm like, well, I guess you weren't a very good forger then, dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Can't be good at everything, I guess. Um, The uh, Legion of Dumb meets uh to discuss the deposition of the sisters of quiet mercy property uh but hiram wants to mount a campaign to make claudius the new sheriff whether he likes it or not so yeah good uh study time archie is bad at standardized tests (laughs) just very bad uh fangs texts jughead a single emoji i believe the only one the what? The it's like Oni? a little Japanese gar- Japanese ogre yeah. guy. Okay. I'll, I'll uh, take your word for it. I guess it's as close to a gargoyle as emoji gets. Oh my yeah. god. I'm genuinely surprised you don't know what an Oni is. I don't know what anything is. I don't I don't know why this surprises <laughs> you. <laughs> and then we learned that Archie literally couldn't read until <laughs> Betty fucking taught him how. <laughs> Oh, fuck. In the second grade. So stupid in this. And it's not like he has a learning disability that's like part of his character that they actually deal with in the show. They just decided that since the theme of this scene is him having academic difficulties, that they need to go super extra with how dumb he is. Yeah, like we got to crank it up or no one's going to believe it. I guess. (sighs) Fangs meets Jughead uh, at the G&G bunker and tells him about the initiation ceremony that's about to take place. Uh, where he's going to get deeper into the gang and the gargoyle will be present. The gargoyle king, I should say. The, the singular uh, gargoyle. Yes. The, the gargoyle king is going to be present. So they can probably roll him up, uh, beat him up, whatever <laughs> they want to do. Wait, yeah, roll, roll him up, dough him up, mark him with a G. <laughs> K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Uh, and throw him in the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Um, Betty oh, takes Archie God. to a surprise welcome home party, and Veronica does a song in Spanish, uh, causing Archie to have a hallucination slash flashback about Hiram and run out dramatically. Was, do you think it was because the song was in Spanish? Uh, it is. It is what I saw. She did the song in Spanish, and it and it caused him to have this problem. So Nothing else caused him to have this problem. Clearly. The rest of the time at home was fine. It's when she started singing, he went he went a little cuckoo. She she yeah. does right before that say, so sit back, lover, and let me entertain you. And that, I think, if someone said that to me in front of, I mean, at all, but especially in front of, like, a bunch of people that we knew, I would probably have a panic attack. It would get you room. totally fucking blasted. Uh, I, yeah. I would uh, simply uh, exit at that point. I don't think that I could handle that. I mean, as someone so, who was a heavily traumatized teenager, I I did relate to that scene with Archie. Like I've I've actually pretty much been there. I never no one ever called me lover and then tried to sing a song at me, but like I've been at like a social event and then just suddenly it's just like, Oh, shit's happening and I'm just sitting here, I'm staring off into space and it's just like 
fucked. This this is fucked. Yeah, I mean, like, I had really bad anxiety, and I mean, I still do, but like, really, really bad in high school. I've I've been there. Like, oh, uh, suddenly I am not okay, and I have to go before I like puke on the floor. But yeah, but like, yeah, with the with the the trauma stuff is just like, okay, yeah, you gotta. Sometimes gotta do that, I guess. Go. Uh, so Betty, Betty Cooper. Uh, yeah, that don't one. know if you folks knew this. She is Clarice Starling, oh. and Hal, Hal Cooper, is Hannibal Lecter. I, Isn't that cool? I was, I was like, that has to be a reference, right? There, there's no way that yeah. that Hal's just like vibing in this cell all and the time. And reference, by the way, is just doing the same thing. That's that's what reference is now. Yeah. Reference is just doing the same thing. Hal literally just fucking talks like Hannibal now. Yeah, it's really fucking funny. Like in his delivery and his vocabulary. Uh, apparently he'll sign the paperwork for her if she brings him a G&G manual because he wants to help her catch a killer that's on the loose because he's Hannibal Lecter. This is fine. They're just, and she even is dressed very much like Clarice was. Got the big old visitor pass and the bag. He's doing the exact same pose. It's unbelievable. It's so fucking shameless. Do you think that they're like really proud of themselves when yeah, they do stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Like that? Are you kidding? How how could they continue? Like, if they had a modicum of self awareness, how could they even like look themselves in the mirror and wake up and go to work and shoot more of this garbage? <sighs> Reggie's God. pissed at Archie, hoping that his running off uh, is some kind of in for Veggie oh. to continue. That is the best <laughs> ship name, yeah. by the way. Uh, Not Rajonica. His... <laughs> <laughs> okay, you make a very compelling argument. Uh... Oh, that sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it sounds like a, a mid two thousands shitty DJ uh, uh, taking the persona it's... DJ Rajonica. It it sounds like a word that Bender would make up on Futurama to get out of work. Yeah. Uh, um, Everyone's like, favorite no, yeah, vaginal but... cleaning solution, Rajonica. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this, by the way, as we get into this, I think this is my favorite scene in the episode. Across the two episodes we we oh, have well, talked we'll, about this evening, yeah. this one's a banger. We we <laughs> will so discuss good. that. Uh, but yeah, clearly he hopes that that ship can continue sailing. Oh, uh, he talks some shit to Archie in the locker Ooh, room and ship. suggests that it makes sense to him that Archie is all messed up as a result of having no, been attacked so, by a bear. Basically, we're going to have to like re-litigate this scene entirely because it is uh, the, compressed Re gold. Reggie has it, like three really good lines. Yeah, I, I wrote down my favorite line, um, but let, let, let's walk it through chronologically. Um, Be my guest. He, he starts, uh, I, I don't remember what he says to like get Archie's attention, but then he <laughs> Why did you walk out of the speakeasy like a little bitch? Not the speakeasy. The speakeasy. No, crucially. The speakeasy. <laughs> the speakeasy like the a little bitch. The speakeasy like a little bitch. DJ Rajonica featuring speakeasy. Speakeasy, yeah. Oh no. no it, it sounds oh. like he suddenly put on like an Italian aff affectation. I... The, Riverdale wants to be the Sopranos so fucking bad. Yeah, the speakeasy. And then he <laughs> notices, like, Archie's like, don't you try and start shit with me. And he gets, like, all up in his face. And he notices the scars from the bear attack. The, they're not the really scars. I think they're still bear -sized. wounds. <laughs> the bear-sized uh, wounds. Welts, maybe? 
they're just recovering wounds. I think a welt <laughs> is like when you like like you whip something and it gets you a welt. <laughs> Thank um, you for the sound effect. It was helpful. Yeah. Just in case you were wondering, that's the kind of sound that's going to result in a welt. Yeah. Uh, Thank yeah. you for the clarification. Audio medium. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I like to picture that you did like a little like a little motion with because I'm oh, still I not did. looking at the videos, so I just my video's off anyway. So, um, <laughs> so he asks Archie like, "What that? What happened?" And Archie's like, "I was attacked by a bear." And then he says, "You were attacked by a friggin' bear? Damn! No wonder why you're all messed up." <laughs> that is, oh my god. Is- it's fucking out of this world. That it's was so written, good. written, spoken, filmed, and broadcast, ladies uh, and gentlemen. The, these uh, motherfuckers out here delivering lies. Yeah, you were they, attacked by a by friggin', a friggin bear. bear. Damn. Damn. No wonder <laughs> why you're all you're messed, messed up. up. <laughs> oh god. Uh, that is a gold medalist in being a bad TV line. <laughs> no uh, wonder why you're all. No it's wonder so why you're all messed up. <laughs> I think also like also just friggin', damn, <laughs> friggin is so powerful. Yeah, a friggin like, bear. It really somehow that anchors it in being a high school thing. Yeah, like I'm like, oh, you are a high schooler. I believe that suddenly. Oh, God. So uh, bad. Despite him being the one who looks the least like a high schooler on the entire cast, it. Oh God, it's so good. Hiram apparently wants to convert the Sisters of Quiet Mercy into a fucking castle to live in. I lost it. will be our castle, Mia This And literally, literally intends on hiring a witch to cleanse the place of the ghosts of the nuns who just committed mass suicide there. Very normal stuff. I'm sorry. I don't care how many times you get it fucking cleansed. That place has bad vibes. Like the, the vibes, vibes are, are off. Rancid. There is no. The, the vibes around are that. fucked. <laughs> fucked. The vibes are absolutely fucked. Yeah. Uh. So that that is a scene that happens. Hal is given his G and G manual and tells Betty that he was there on Ascension Night back in the nineties, and that he, in fact, was the one who sent the invitations, dressed as the Gargoyle King, and poisoned the chalices, hoping to kill as many kids as possible. Very normal. Okay. Ended up only getting the principal. Uh, and principal uh, was the first person he ever killed, apparently. This scene does bring something up to me that is deeply confusing because Hal does sign the affidavit and he gives her the affidavit. Mm-hmm. So she has the affidavit. And I just want us to remember that she has this very important affidavit yep. that's supposed uh, to yeah. reverse yeah. a bank yeah. transaction. Yep, 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 yep. Just yep, hold yep, that yep, in yep, mind. Yep. Yep, yep. Just try try to do something that the writers couldn't and remember that fact. <laughs> remember uh, that very important fact that she has an yep. affidavit that's supposed to reverse a bank reverse transaction. the whole money situation. Uh, She's like, it brings able. all the money back. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Take it back into Betty bank account so Betty uh, can go school in the future. Yes. <laughs> remember, remember, remember this. It's very important. A guard reveals that Alice Cooper has been visiting Hal every week. Well, that's weird. Whoa. <laughs> The follow-up scene to this is just absolutely weird, and we're going to talk about it there. We'll certainly talk about it. Archie angsts to Fred a bit about feeling weird being back in his old life uh, with his new hair. (laughs) Um, Or his new attitude. And his old hair, I guess, really? His His new hair hair that's his old hair? Yeah, well, yeah. (laughs) His new attitude. I'm sorry, that was Uh, was nothing. (laughs) His hot new Rajonica. 
Fangs attends the initiation ceremony. <laughs> the Gargoyle King is there in all his glory. And we get the second branding iron on teen flesh in the third Whoa! season. Uh, oh, serpents uh, raid the clearing and the Gargoyle King is tall boy. Fucking tall boy. Very normal. Makes perfect I sense. Tall boy, the character whomst is dead. <laughs> right. That fucking guy. Also, he immediately... He's fucking giving it his all. I feel like Tallboy was not a strong presence. Like, he was around. He was tall. He was, he was famously he was the guy boy. who... Couldn't be uh, any more obvious. Portrayed by the man who voiced Duo Maxwell in the English dub of Gundam Wing. Um, oh, shit. This time, this episode, he's giving it his all. He's, he's like... He's gonna leave a mark. I'm a fucking You will remember his now. name. I'm a freak, baby. Yeah, it's true. Uh, did we see him die, or we were just told he was dead? I think we, we just, just told? got told. Well, okay, well, that means he didn't die. Shit. Um, comic book rules. Because nothing has to make any sense in this goddamn show. Uh, comic book rules. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, just uh, like the Archie yeah. comics. So they hatch a plan, apparently, to entice Hiram with something that he really wants, which is definitely Archie. But we do the same thing as, like, the secret about the nuns thing from last episode, where, like, there is something that is maybe not perfectly clear, and we will use that as a way to end a scene with a an illusion of tension. Whoa. As if you cannot just put the piece together. Correct. Well, they, um, they thought that Betty wouldn't put together that Hiram was running a drugs operation out of the systems that out of the sisters of quiet mercy. Out of the cisterns of quiet mercy. Yeah. <laughs> out of the sisters of quiet mercy. When she saw all of the things together, maybe they just don't put things together. Maybe yeah. that's maybe that's the writers. The Sweetwater River is so full stupid. of lead. Um but <sighs> anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, Betty confronts Alice about visiting Hal, and she plays dumb, or someone else claiming to be her is visiting. Uh, so I said in my notes at this point, uh, either she's playing dumb and gaslighting, or we're going to get a very stupid plot twist. Uh, we'll find out as we proceed which one it is. Ha ha. Uh, Good job, Rob. Reggie then is seen doing some swiping on Bumble. Bumble. Love the product placement. So, from that, Arlie, am I to believe that Bumble is a thing that's real? Yes, it is. Why would you name your dating app for a blunder? It's like a... I think it's meant to be like a like a, like a bees. That's like their little mascot is bees. Yep, okay. like the birds and the bees. It's because you use it for fucking Rob. <laughs> Okay. Um, I, I, that's very possible. Um, I, I haven't used a dating app in, uh, eons at this point. That, so... or it is a reference to the New Zealand children's television program, Bumble. I was just like, like, Bumblebee, Bumble when you just, is his name. When you describe someone or something as bumbling, it's not like a good connotation, nor a sexy one. I, I don't know if it's, like, you're just gonna, like, bumble on into your next sexual conquest. You're gonna bumble fuck. <laughs> uh, it's not yeah. that different from Trumble. <laughs> no. So it's yeah. yeah. Jason Derulo has bumbled down the steps at the Met Gala. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, uh, maybe uh, so, because so, he's honey like an aphrodisiac. I don't know. 
so this is just where this is just where we got our money, I guess. Um, oh, was, it... was this ad here? Uh, and I'm like, uh, wait, sponsored content in my Riverdale. It's more likely than you are, think. Are teens even like allowed via the TOS to use Bumble? Uh, I mean, that I Reggie's don't obviously 33. Uh, <laughs> I I the last time I mean the, the last time I used a dating app. Uh, no, the first time I used a dating app, I was 18. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what the rules are on that. My guess is that you'd probably have to be like 16, and they probably have like age restrictions for what kind of what what kind of uh people, <laughs> you know, how old people can be when you when you can. See I. Them. I just I kind of assumed that it was going to be an LAO situation, legal adults only. I have no idea. I'd have to look yeah, at the knows? rules. Um, there's, it's definitely like fraught with. I mean, uh, I could opportunity just for bad. I could shit. just type into Google how old you need to be to sign up for Bumble. But <laughs> that, you could do that. We or we could just. But like, the speculation <laughs> is so entertaining. Um, Archie pitches a cheating on the SATs scam to Reggie in a clumsy and desperate bid to get some like potential misplaced meaning into the script so uh, so that we, of course wretchy things roll this down to a fucking crawl here okay. ask an important question gonna, Archie is just Quinn like, is activated bullet time on this we scene. need to talk about cheating basically is what Archie says yeah do you think that they engineered this entire SAT plot so that they could make this scene happen because this scene doesn't happen Unless that's going, but like they could have done any test. It's just like, it feels so wild to me because it feels like there's no reason for the SAT plot to be here. They're like, yeah, it's, it is either that insane thing that you just suggested or perhaps, hmm, Archie is now back. What is the most normal teenage high school thing? Well, and I was also, I was also wondering if it's, was this supposed to give stakes to the Betty situation with all of her money gone, because like SATs, college applications, college tuition, money to be the case. None of that was communicated to the viewer at you, all. You are no. giving them way too much credit. Well, that's why I just did like the the string up uh board thing where I'm like, here's yeah. all of the weird leaps you have to make. Uh, it it felt but, like it was just a setup for a Bumble advertisement course. and then this cheating scene. Yes, of course, Reggie thinks that he's talking about Veggie. He spills the beans because he is the dumbest boy of all the dumb boys, maybe. Probably. <sighs> Archie, of course, is the bait for Hiram Lodge, uh, but we pretended like there was some suspense about that in the last scene uh, involving this plotline. Hiram appears to take the bait, but we'll have to wait and see. Like, we gotta we gotta kind of see where the dice land in the villainous competency roulette that is spun for every episode or perhaps every scene of this show. <sighs> Betty calls the uh, prison slash mental institution her father's being held in for details on the physical appearance of the person claiming to be Alice Cooper, and they just apparently tell her that. Very normal thing to ask. Very normal stuff. Uh, turns out it was Penelope Blossom... Who's been doing, and I cannot stress this enough, conjugal visit fraud. A man has his needs, Rob. Because that's a thing we let serial killers do is have conjugal visits. Um, Apparently Hal is full of shit and stringing Betty along with details that he learned from Penelope about the Midnight Club. It's uh, fucking so weird. no, we are we still don't know what actually fucking happened. Back okay. Then. Also, I just thought it was really weird because I don't think we like touched on the scene 
where Betty actually makes the phone call and she's like, oh, hey, I'm just calling you because uh, last time I was there, you said that um, Alice Cooper had been visiting Hal in jail. And I was just really curious. Um, I know this might sound like a weird question. Could you describe for me, please, what Alice Cooper looks like? Mm-hmm. And I don't believe that any prison guard would answer that question. No, of course not. It's ridiculous. It, it like I, the plot doesn't happen unless that happens. But like maybe you could have just found another way to get there. I mean, that's a common fucking theme. Uh, unless the guard thought that maybe she was talking about band members of the band Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And one of them mm-hmm. just happened to look like Penelope. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah. If, what if you just started with that <laughs> band member? <laughs> oh yeah, like schools out for summer. Yeah, uh, and, and she was like, aha, and she just happened to also be right. Uh, that I don't see why that not. That didn't happen. I know that didn't happen. Uh, we move into a tense uh, bridge-based hostage exchange-looking scene, which is really weird because the Gargoyle King and Hiram are on the same team. Why are they doing this? Why is this how they meet? It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, it's it, Claudius it Blossom dressed weird. as Hiram. Uh, I think they Hiram's literally did it so that they could do that framing of him where it wasn't clear who was walking up. God. Yeah, it's Claudius Blossom dressed up as Hiram. Uh, they grab him, though. They they abduct him. Uh, Varchi does a reconcile-ish. Maybe not permanent. Hard to say what they actually want to do with this beat of character development, I guess. But they bang. Of course they do. It's Varchi. Yep. That's all they ever do. Yep. Uh, and after the banging, it's SAT time. And it's very, very, very tense. Uh, Archie walks out, has another Hiram-based panic attack, and punches a bathroom mirror. So if you're curious what I was thinking at this point in time. Yes. I thought this episode was going on so fucking long. I thought, like, when Archie punched the mirror, I genuinely thought that it was going to be there out. I thought that that was going to be roll credits. We're done. Because this episode had been fucking interminable. Nope. 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 Hiram gloats to Hermione over the phone about how smart he was to send Claudius, his co-conspirator, into a trap instead of walking into it himself as if there were no other options than to do one of those two things. It's so funny because Hiram's like, I just have an instinct for this kind of thing. Uh, You could say that I'm something of a crime boss myself. Ha ha ha. I've got a super good sense for keeping myself out of danger. There's nothing ironic about this. I'm certainly not about to be shot in the chest. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he, he literally says... He gets shot, which is, I mean, about fucking time. But he, of course, says that staying one step ahead of everyone is how he stays alive <laughs> moments before. Uh, it's uh, it's very, very ham-fisted. It's um, really fucking but it, funny. But it's very funny. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Um, again, I, I, can't, I can't say enough that he says that he is smart and the evidence of him being smart is sending someone who has incriminating dirt on him directly into the clutches of the enemy in exchange for nothing uh that that is that is why he is good at being a crime man the whole fucking thing it's just like i'm getting brain blasted by how weird it was (laughs) that fp's like we're doing a citizen's arrest on you claudius what the fuck what was that (laughs) 
a thing that the writers heard of once. Like, what? Hey, I'm Claudius. not going to sit here and pretend I, like, actually know how a citizen's arrest works, but I don't think it's like that. Uh, that's exactly, like, I couldn't tell you what the specifics are, but I'm pretty sure, like, that was basically entrapment. <laughs> I just... Yep. Anyway, a bunch of farm weirdos are- <laughs> I'm sorry, if citizens' arrests worked this way, you'd have a rash of stupid vigilantes who yeah. were, like, pretending to set up drug deals, and they're like, surprise, asshole, citizens' <laughs> arrest. Yep. Ridiculous. I hate this. Yep, it is very bad. Uh, we then see a bunch of farm weirdos drinking raw milk and eating cookies in the Cooper kitchen <laughs> in celebration of Alice getting a local broadcasting job and the farm buying the Sisters of Quiet Mercy facility as a cult compound using Betty's money. Remember that affidavit? How much money was her fucking college fund, no, first they, off? They must have been expecting her to go to an expensive out-of-state school. It must have been like 400k, and I don't know how they got that much money. And then, and then, clearly, she off-screen between scenes went to the bank, and they were like, oh, we were just kidding about the affidavit. (laughs) That's not real. (laughs) Like, they they don't explain it. She's just like, the money's gone. And then she couldn't, couldn't you still take it to the bank and be like, I was defrauded? Yeah, you gotta you gotta reimburse me. You no, have to like, reimburse we my just, money. Like literally this this probably isn't a first, but on something this prominent it might be. The writers forgot I within just, one within the same episode what was happening in the story. It, it could have un the consequences for the Sisters of Quiet Mercy could have been or the consequences for the farm could have been significant if Betty's like, oh, okay, so you did that. Well, I turn in the affidavit. The money's got to come from somewhere. That's not your money. Yeah, like, like I... your purchase falls through. Like the funds aren't there right, like, for you oh, because I I went through this legal process. And that the money belongs to me. Fuck you. That theoretically complicates things in an interesting way. Instead of them, I guess, sniping the Sisters of Quiet Mercy out from underneath Hiram Lodge who earlier that episode had made a big expressed bucket. interest in buying it like, unless this just... is him buying it but not with his own money with betty cooper's money what is like, happening why did he not just go and buy it it seems like he wouldn't need to like dick around wait for the the assets to no congeal. Not. no it's <laughs> it's it's completely it's uh, yeah you gotta you gotta let your assets firm up before you buy I'm anything so, i i just the word choice was it's uh it's very powerful yeah, it's Thank very stupid. I don't know what's happening. This genuinely, the writers. this kind of sent me spiraling. Like, uh, you, you can probably hear it as I'm talking about it. Like, <laughs> thinking about the consequences of like, just go to the bank. Just go to the fucking bank. Like, yeah. holy shit. Nope. No, 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 no. They and have, they have t- the thing she now. She treats it as a total defeat. Yep. It's over. No takesies backsies. They invoked the right of no takesies backsies. If you uh, steal and then you, if you steal money and then you spend that money, you're not on the hook for it anymore. If you steal somebody's college fund, but then run and touch a doorknob in the room before they can get you, <laughs> that's it. It's, it's, a, it's another do. case of someone going, hey, you did a crime. And they went, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. Oh, the Hiram Lodge defense. Curses. <laughs> like, ah, shit, you got me. Yep. Archie seems concerned about Hiram, uh, and I know he's supposed to, on some level, sometimes, not consistently, uh, fit the simplistic view of goodness that the show has, but it's very dumb that he or anyone else cares if Hiram lives or dies. If anything, they should all be hoping he doesn't wake up. Exactly. Um, Except for maybe Veronica, but even then. Yeah. 
Anyway, he's offended that Veronica suspects him and they break up. That's what happens. Jughead discovers that Fangs has accidentally shot Tallboy during an attempted escape. The plan he comes up with somehow involves throwing a party. It's really funny, though, because they're like, what do we do, Jughead? What do we do? And he's like, let me think for a minute. Let me think. And then, like, it feels like the camera lingers there for, like, 45 seconds as Cole Sprouse is just kind of, like, sitting there slack-jawed. And he's like, with a constipation face, we're gonna throw a party. And that's the end of the scene. Uh, all right. Is it better or worse than your mother doesn't have a computer anymore? <laughs> Who's to say? Probably, probably. I mean, it depends on if you're talking about like quality or entertainment value. Because <laughs> quality, I think it might. It's about the same level. Entertainment it's value. Less, it's probably slightly less stupid, but not nearly as awesome. It's not nearly <laughs> as entertaining. Absolutely. <laughs> Fred does his best to comfort Archie over the one-two punch of walking out on an SAT and getting a zero and being dumped. Uh, that's it. There's no, like... Maybe you shouldn't be so fucking stupid, Archie. Have <laughs> you tried not being an idiot? Claudius Blossom is dead? What? In jail? What? And when did he get arrested for? And how did this happen and why? A citizen's arrest, Rob. It was a consequence of the citizen's arrest. Oh, they a citizen's arrest is sheriff. where you just where you just are a citizen and you and send you someone them in the jail. jail. They give you the big ring Shit. of keys I and you walk I down. Do you know how powerful I would be if that was a thing that you could do? Like you literally walk into the police department, you say citizen's arrest, and they're legally required to throw you the big ring of keys for the jail. <laughs> yeah, one weird trick. Defense attorneys hate him. Um, <laughs> it's a life hack, honestly. But yeah, it's a real, it's a real powerful one. But yeah, no, he died in his jail cell. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> he just you said the, it. this character yeah, no, who this character who like pour one out for Claudius Blossom. Let's think about how fucking pointless every single thing that has ever happened with this character it's so has wild. been. He's just a nothing character. He was a nothing <laughs> character. It always felt like they were kind of like kicking the can he down the road. He was there to like, fake Cheryl out about being a ghost right. and then be a drug man, I guess. And kind then of. I'm going to set you up as a sheriff. Nope, you're dead. Oops. It, they, it, they literally spent his entire time he existed as a character kicking the can down the road being like we'll get to claudius soon like put a pin in that like they end every scene with claudius by saying just put a pin in that put a pin and then in he that. fucking just dies and of like, unexplained causes in jail well they put so many pins in him that he died <laughs> yeah exactly exactly it's real like sad to see that reveal just felt like haha oopsie yeah, he's like, uh-oh, stinky. Yeah, the episode is like, excuse me, audience, but we, the writers of Riverdale, would like to apologize for the fact that we have no idea what to do with this character. Please understand that we will be troubling you with him no further. <laughs> and it's like, they don't really explain how he got dead. He's just Nor dead. in jail. Literally, the only thing that explains how he got in jail was the citizen's arrest thing. Like, and that, that is, is love it. tenuous at so best. Good. Because, like, yeah, okay, we got him. We got to bring him. And, like, they don't, there's no sheriff, but, like, there has to be a police officer, right? Um, like, maybe? a deputy or something? Because who's well, putting these people in Well, this in is jail? what you get when you defund well, the police. Who's okay. putting these people in the cells? But there was a woman who they just who have a in. cell goblin? <laughs> Who's like, oh, yes, welcome. <laughs> I see you've brought me another arrestee. <laughs> oh, God. 
a citizen's arrest this time. Here's your big ring of keys, sir. Rumple j- jail skin, the incarceration <laughs> goblin. Oh, fuck. Um, there was a woman who walked in and she was like, Claudius, it's mealtime or whatever. And she looked like she like was a police officer. Maybe. Maybe she's... <laughs> she could be. I better warn you before I put you in there. The last people who were in there did some fucked up stuff. <laughs> All of them cut their hands and then they put it in a bowl. And then they painted this big symbol on the wall. <laughs> some kind of message for whoever came to find them next. <sighs> yeah, you have to guess which hand he's holding the cell key in. And if you guess wrong, you go in the blood cell. Yeah. <laughs> Stinks like a motherfucker in there. <laughs> it's not my job to clean it, though. <laughs> I'm not the janitor goblin. I'm the jail goblin. <laughs> the janitor goblin's my cousin Larry. <laughs> and he's on vacation. That's okay, though, because he sucks. I think you guys are trying to kill me. (laughs) Anyway, Hermione tells FP, of all people, like, what the hell is their connection? That she thinks it's time. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Betty goes to Hal for support against Alice and her suddenly successful bid to steal money, despite them having already solved this problem in previous scenes, as discussed. Uh, He is a serial killer, Betty, but uh, I guess whatever. Uh, Fair enough. Big Ken Watanabe energy here. Let them fight. They both suck. Let them fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just have this fucking exchange where Hal's like, at least you're going to have something good to write for those grants. Yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> yes. My dad's a serial killer. Please let me get out of this fucking town. <laughs> Please. My dad's a serial killer, and my mom's caught in some sort of character progression time loop. <laughs> and yes. also she joined a cult and a can cult. I please get out <laughs> yeah uh, Reggie visits Veronica at the hospital and Veggie seems to at least have a small uh, stay of execution in season 3 here at the serpent party Jughead welcomes back Fangs into the fold apparently the party was just to like I guess the point was to act like everyone was too happy and having too good a time to have just shot someone is that <sighs> they, they, they do not make it make sense because he gives fangs and sweet pea drinks and he's like you better party like your life depends on it yep and then walks away and it's like what was your they're not going to explain it in the next episode they're not going to explain what the plan was in the next episode no it's very very odd um a cop rolls up on the party and it's sheriff fp jones motherfuckers i just (sighs) you know what they say every snake has his day Uh... (laughs) yeah um yeah he's the sheriff now because it's time it or at least he thought so great. he thought it was time it was so fucking weird like what is that choice <laughs> what is that fucking choice i don't know i want to do crime know. oh wait i'm the sheriff now never mind is well i mean the sher- the serpents can just do as much crime as they want now without getting in trouble but like yeah but he was like why I do crime on why the did lines. why did hermione lodge do this can I help you win, son? Never mind. I'm going to be the sheriff. Like, I don't uh, know. But it clearly was presented as like, hell yeah, we're on the winning side now because we've got the sheriff like as part of our gang. You're looking at the new law of Riverdale, boy. Everyone's very excited boy. and happy about it. <laughs> but yeah, like, 
are we finally actually pulling the trigger on Hermione going against Tyrum? Like, otherwise this makes no sense. Yep. But anyway, yeah, who knows? Anyway, we go back to Archie, who is working a punching bag and taking shots. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the episode. Drinking and boxing. Yep. <laughs> well, My two Fred, Fred dips in and he's like, uh, hey, you doing okay? And he's like, it's just like you said, Dad, I got to keep fighting. I got to keep fighting. Got to keep got to keep punching. Got to roll with the punches, Dad. And he's like, okay, that's all right. I love you, son. Your room's like, it looks like a cell. Are you okay? <laughs> Are and you Archie's good? like, I've never been better. <laughs> And then and, they and Ba-da! Fred looks so suspicious about that. Yeah. Whatever you say, Chief. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's what happened. What did you like, Carly? What was good? Oh, oh God! Don't ask me that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's um, it's a tough one. Which Ooh. of Reggie's lines is it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really gotta be spikeasy for me. So this this week and or yeah, this episode and last episode, it's it's all just like characters saying words really funky. <laughs> it's the only thing that brings me joy anymore. Yeah. Spikeasy like you're gonna spikeasy like a little bitch. <laughs> it's very funny. My River Dew is very weak again this time. I'm Sorry. Just, just it is. The fact that we're setting up this Hal versus Alice, like, two bad parents fighting each other and Betty sort of, like, trying to manipulate the situation uh, and sort of having Hal's weird insights into the the Gargoyle King and that stuff and maybe, like, digging into the cult from that weird angle. It promises to have the potential for cool plot lines this is why it's a really weak river do though because they're gonna not do it well they're gonna fuck it up or completely drop it or whatever so is your river do that you have like a small little glimmer of hope yeah exactly uh <laughs> while i was watching i briefly it involuntarily caused my brain to come up with some cool scenes that could happen in subsequent episodes due to the situation that they set up uh not that i believe that they will exist uh, it's the same thrill that people get buying lottery tickets i think yeah um, but that's that's as good as I can do. <laughs> yeah, for me, theoretically, at least, this episode didn't also like didn't have that much more going for it, honestly, than the last episode. It's all Reggie, baby. <laughs> um, I I'm actually gonna do a last minute change up here. So my original Riverdue, which is now my runner up, was like the FP sheriff thing doesn't make any fucking sense. But I feel no. like it'll let us do some fun stuff with Skeet. Yeah, it's true. So it's just another. It's very similar in feel to my Riverdue. Then, like, right? It's probably not going to be done well. It's probably not actually going to be good. But like, it, it lets me be. imagine. Could be good. Some it could shit. be. Yeah. But now my actual Riverdue is honestly Tallboy's performance in this episode, where he's just <laughs> completely off the fucking chain. <laughs> <laughs> It's so yeah. sad that he only gets one episode of that, though. It sucks because he's like, Cause yeah, he, he's just yeah. Dead now. I'm the gargoyle king. <laughs> I, I'm Larry, the jail goblin's <laughs> weird cousin. I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just going absolutely fucking balls to the wall, and I love he it. Is. And he's like, he's doing a bunch of great fucking face acting too. 
but he, the whole thing is just horrible. Yep, he's a greasy, gross man, and it's pretty pretty awesome for the minute we get him. Oh, one of the cats just took a huge shit. <laughs> uh, an absolute know. honker. Oh yeah, I um, I'm gonna have to light some incense. <laughs> this is pretty fucking bad. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> so. Speaking of shit, uh, Arlie, what's your, what's your, I guess, I guess that interstitial bit's staying in now. God. Uh, what's your what, river down? My cat down? took a giant shit. Yep. Oh, uh, great. Uh... Um, I, I think, I think that my river don't is going to be the whole, like, I have a couple that I don't like. I think I'm going to have to go with the party though. Just like that being the solution to having murdered a man. So I just like yeah, Jughead. What it's are you a, doing? <laughs> it was a very weird, very very weird. Like it's another one of those smoke bombs for like. Well, let's end a scene, I guess. Your party, like your life, depends on it. Uh huh. It's a very heavily unspoken because it does. Mm-hmm. Um, Even though it makes no sense and and doesn't come to anything. Um, yeah. fair enough. My river don't is the fact that Hiram is proud of the fact that he sent someone who has all kinds of intel on him and an important business partners of his into a trap on purpose, gaining nothing. Well, that's I'm a very good crime crime boss because I just gave away a subordinate of mine for no reason, Uh, gaining nothing in the process. Uh, It means that I am smart. My river don't is ooh i think this might have been something that i've said before but it bears repeating the continued character assassination of alice cooper oh wow you've never said anything like that before no i know it's stunning it's real bad though it's uh, a visionary new take that i have is that they're doing bad things to alice's character like she just fucking stole all that money from betty and like okay now time to suck on your goat milk yep <laughs> that it's just, it's horrible. And, like, Machinamic could be doing better stuff. She could be doing literally anything. She could she be doing... an icon, and they're just they're squandering her. the opportunity that they have. It's oh, horrible. It's real bad. It is real bad. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, ugh. So, we weirds now? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's gotta be the raw milk for me. It's gotta be the raw milk. And the way it, like, clings to the glass. <laughs> It was so Ew. deeply uncomfortable to look at. I, I actually, while I was watching it, I was like, I wonder how Rob feels about this. This is my it. least favorite weird milk <laughs> drinking in this house. Because <laughs> if you remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had we had post coital milk back in the day, back in more innocent times. I just like the the calling it raw milk is just already just so gross. And then the the way they all like cling to their weirdly large glasses. Yep. Why were those glasses so big? All these women with tiny hands or really big glasses or both, and they're just clinking these giant glasses of raw milk, and it, uh, it's disgusting. It all... It all feels very gross. My weekly weird. Oh, man. Runner up. I have sort of. It's a really hard choice, actually, this this time. Just the concept of conjugal visit fraud. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Pretending to be someone's wife so you can go bang them in jail. That is amazing. That that is something that is a plot point in this episode. You gotta like, be like top tier levels of horny to do that. It's unbelievable. It's so fucking weird. Although um, it does fit Penelope's 
sorry, I had to, I had to burp. Uh, does feel fit Penelope's <laughs> thing of uh, like being obsessed with her non-existent brothel? Like, Correct. The, the woman does want to fuck like all the time. I'll give him yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like her only <laughs> characteristics are bad mom, extremely horny. <laughs> And in that way, I feel like I relate to her. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. Um, I'm but a sorry. but it's I can't I can't fully get behind that as a weekly weird in the same episode as the magic disappearing affidavit. So so just nothing. Like I guess Betty's plotline in this episode is just a fucking maelstrom of chaos. <sighs> it's horrible. They said plot line. Oh, we don't need a plot line. No, sir. Not us. Here's some raw milk. Just yep. raw milk. Oh, God. What a bad episode. What a bad yeah. two episodes that we've just watched. Yes. Quion, what is your <laughs> weekly weird? God. <laughs> so, again, I, I'm torn between two things. So... I'm going to give a shout out because I feel like we gave it good time in the episode to the line. You got attacked by a friggin bear. Damn. No, no wonder why you're all messed up. I want to get that tattooed on me. Knuckle tats. It's going to be really painful to get all that writing on there, but I think it'll be super worth it. Easily worth it. Easily worth it. That would cost so much money. <laughs> I want to get a little get a little implants of it through my knuckles, so if I punch someone hard enough, it'll be on <laughs> like them backwards. Them. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe get it on backwards, so if I punch them, yeah. it'll, it'll just like stamp them. Yep. No, <laughs> it's a uh, it's an incredibly bad weird line. It's so fucking good. And then <laughs> this my my real weekly weird does come from continuing on that line of archie reggie stuff in this episode and it is that whole cheating scene like it's fucking preposterous yeah it is <laughs> it's it's fucking it's so clumsy ridiculous. it felt like it was something out of community did did you um, <laughs> did you actually end up looking up how old you have to be to use bumble or was no that i'll just... do it right now it's okay i'll do it you can keep talking about your thing it's, it's cool uh it's uh I'm looking yeah, it up like right the, now. The setup 18 for the scene. years old. So not Reggie's a junior in high school. So like unless he's a unless he's a big their... junior, a giant junior, a GJ. <laughs> Is that like a super senior? That sounds senior, so but... <laughs> much like a fucking uh that sounds so much like a fast food item. Like I'm going to get the big junior. Uh now you know what? I I'm, I'm going to splurge. I'm going to go for the giant junior. <laughs> giant junior. It's also what I call my poops. I've earned it. I've earned the giant junior. <laughs> Rob, did you hear what Quinn just said? You know, no, you wake up in the morning, you slam a cup of coffee, and you gotta leave one of your giant juniors in the toilet. <laughs> there you go. Good. Um, yeah. You're right. That's also what it sounds like. Oh, oh God. So, that whole scene is wild. It's based on a false premise. Yes. Which is that Reggie can be using Bumble, which is a lie. Oh, 
God. Unless he's committing bumble fraud, which yeah. you, Ooh, you would imagine and with conjugal this visit fraud all in one episode. So many people going to horny jail. If this oh, is a sponsored God. ad, you don't want them showing the people who are using your how app easy it is doing to illegal crimes that are against your terms of service. They should have had the Bumble Cops storm in and be like, you're <laughs> under arrest. This is a citizen's arrest. You're underage and under arrest. The uh, the the sponsored content, it's like slyly telling you, like, these guys are going to look the other way, kids. Like, yeah. it's, it's pretty awful. It's horrible. And then the whole cheating thing is just bad. The whole cheating thing was so bad. What? Like, why? Why? If I... If I were a teenager and I I had uh, I had uh, stolen another's girl, as Reggie did, and that guy came up to me and said, hey, I have a question for you about cheating. I would not just like wrap myself out immediately, yeah. which is what he did. It's there was no, no, no pause, no, no clarifying cool questions. Whatsoever. No, zero chill. And he just, he, 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 afterwards he was like, well, what the hell are you talking about? And like, but buddy, you should have asked that first. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Whoa, nope. wild concept, I know. It's but... uh, very, very dumb. Anyways, it's an awful, awful scene. Fucking stupid. Um... Yeah, that just it. There's a lot to unpack in that scene. Um, bumble fraud, conjugal visit fraud. <laughs> so much fraud in this episode. Arrest fraud, arguably. <laughs> Uh, financial fraud yeah so much fraud um so rob uh, posited a question to us in, the, in our group chat um that i feel like we should touch on sure yes rob if you would like to, to tell the people what the question was i guess i will open the group chat i assume it's the one about the the hiatus and the timing fatigue. and stuff yeah the yeah okay fatigue. okay so <laughs> There's a weird thing that happened. Uh, We tend to record these in batches of two episodes. And it had been a while since our last recording in real time. And, like, I can't tell if our Riverdale muscles are just enervated and and, and atrophied and we're just not good at it. Or if it just suddenly got way worse. Because I felt almost not a drop of joy outside of some weird shit that Reggie said in these episodes. Like, I I am powerfully disinterested in most of what's going on, and I find it all much more on the side of boring bad than, like, insane bad, which much of seasons two and three has been. Uh, you mean one and two? Because we're on no two and three. three two insane and three. Okay. bad. Uh, there was fair. some boring stuff in the middle of season two, but there was a lot of like pure madness at the beginning and end of season two. Uh, I mean, Judgment Night. That's yes, that that did happen. Beaten by a horny fish man. Yep. So yeah, uh, discuss real quick. I, I submit this to the tribunal. Like my, what's going on here? You know what, I'll let Quinn go first, because I have some thoughts uh, that do pertain a little bit to the end of the season, so... Right, that's fair. My thoughts right now are... I Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm i trying to collect my thoughts. My thoughts right now are that I do think that these are profoundly boring, and I don't... It can't be because I've grown so numb to, like, how weird Riverdale can be. Because I was fucking hooting about the Gargoyle King shit when it started. They just wasted it. Yeah. And then 
the the plots that are going on they are boring like i i keep saying like i don't care about the bon nui it's no. just boring more like no, it just sucks i in my notes i keep referring to it as l b n but maybe i should start referring to it as l b m if you know what i'm talking about <laughs> le bowel movement yes le bowel movement <laughs> Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's a secret speakeasy where the kids can drop off their giant juniors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everything we say on this show is like a, a thousand times more entertaining than, than anything that has ever happened on Riverdale. That's why we that's have why so many listeners who have never watched the show. That's yeah. True. It's like, don't, so, that show sucks. I don't yeah, we watch think... Riverdale as a service to those who now don't have to. We're like the the wife, I guess, uh, <laughs> and Riverdale is the problems clown? Or yeah. are we the soldier with all the stuff hitting us while the kid is sleeping? I <laughs> yeah. think that might be... <laughs> so... <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is genuinely, like, really bad, and it's not just us having taken a break for a minute like it feels like this stuff is just genuinely fumbling and like bumbling bumbling. you might say like jason derulo down some stairs into some pussy yeah no they (laughs) stop they're they're trumbling (laughs) so that that's my take on it like i think that we might be a little bit like we didn't give ourselves a great day in court for it. We didn't we didn't stretch before lifting. No. Right. But at the same time, like the boring bad stuff is all always hits worse. Like if it was wild oh, yeah. bad, that would be different. Like it'd be fun to talk about. And this just is not like we had to invent stuff like the stuff that was fun to talk about was the absolutely Were the wild bits stuff. that we invented. Well, it yeah. was the bits we invented. And then this one shining scene of yeah. Reggie going apeshit in the locker room. Yeah, just 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 manifesting some fucking scripture in there. So, yeah, that, uh, that's my take is I. I, I tend to agree, again, especially having seen the rest of the season. Like, I know I know there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I know there is. And it just, I just want to get there so bad. But we're, we're wading through some real grade F shit right now. Yeah, so, so you would posit then that it's a universal truth that if Riverdale gets a full season order, they can't, like, make entertaining episodes through the whole I, thing. They have I to have, feel they like have to have a shitty middle. I, I think they do. I feel like they give themselves like some some major plot points that they want to hit and they just have not figured out how to plan for more than those like three big beats that they want to hit in the entire 20 some odd episodes. Like, guys, you have so many episodes to fill. You're doing a bad job and you're hurting me. Um, yeah. And I feel like that every season. And I just... I think you're probably right. It, it gets... It gets to the it gets back to the wacky stuff. I, it does. I promise it does. And I, if I remember correctly, we're somewhat close. And I'm hoping against all odds that soon we will we will have the wacky fun stuff that I remember being in this season. Yes. Let us all hope that we can climb into Edgar Evernever's magical hot air balloon soon. <laughs> yeah. No, because. <laughs> 
we're hitting about the halfway point of the season. Which, one season ago, things were getting pretty grim as well. Theoretically, we're, like, at our lowest point. Because, yeah, like... Let's hope so. The the Black Hood fake-out stuff was around this point. And then they went on winter break. I just remembered something (laughs) from the end of this season, and I just... Look forward to it, listeners. (laughs) I... I feel like this would be better served if more seasons were shorter, like the first season was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because season two felt like it was supposed to be a 12-season order or a 13-season order that then got expanded to a full season. And they just vamped and vamped and vamped. But, yeah. (laughs) That felt like they planned, like, the first nine episodes and then the last three episodes. But then they, like, they got the full season order and they were like, oh, shit. (laughs) Right, right. And And they don't have that excuse this time, but it still feels the same way. Yeah. It it feels exactly Well, no, it doesn't. It feels worse because they had cool stuff at the beginning of the season. Now it's completely fucking falling apart. Like, everything cool they offered up They've just thrown in the garbage. Yeah, they've shat they, all they, over they it. They said, hee hee, never mind. Yeah. Like, every single fucking thing. Like, even within this last episode, they offered us Joker-fied tall boy. Mm-hmm. And then they said, no. And they said, I'm absolutely not. Away. Today, we offer you nothing. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. who knows? Right. Yeah, so, nothing. Because, like, everything about the Gargoyle King, like, circling it back around to being a Hiram Lodge Enterprise... Which, again, still doesn't make sense because the Midnight Club happened. So we still need something, but we're not getting it right now. No, and we're not. And it wasn't boring. Hal Cooper because he's a liar. He's, yep. a li- he's a dirty liar boy, which I feel yeah. like we all should have seen coming. He is literally a serial killer. It's not that I'd... shocking that he would tell a lie. Yeah. <laughs> How dare. Um, yeah. So, folks, uh, thanks for suffering through this with us. <sighs> and you can join us in hopes that next time uh, or soon things will pick up and, and be less just awful. And as we send you off into that good night, <laughs> always remember to listen and let the sound of Tony Soprano's gently clapping ass cheeks <laughs> guide you where you need to go. You know I do. <sighs> That's that's good. We're not, we're, that's that's the peak. We're not getting better than that. We're really Stop not. It. Again, you were attacked by a friggin' bear. Damn. <laughs> no wonder why you're all messed up. He has so many good lines in that scene. I can't believe you left the spikeasy like a little bitch. The spikeasy like a little bitch. <laughs> he says it like Poughkeepsie. <laughs> Spookeasy. He says it like an Italian. A spookeasy. And a gabagool. This show wants to be The Sopranos so fucking bad. (laughs) And I was Mm -hmm. like, alright, I'm on the finale. And I stayed up until like almost four in the morning uh, to finish the show. And I was fucking furious (laughs) when it ended. Yeah. Because it just like catches you so off guard. And I wasn't ready for Much it. Much like a bullet. Were you, were you listening to that whole conversation? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Much like the bullet from an unseen shooter. Well, there's some speculation as to like what actually well, happened. Well, sure, of course. But... Yeah, he started clapping his fucking ass cheeks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tony just got up and started clapping. <laughs> what the fuck? 
knowing that that is recorded. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, fucking Christ. I may, maybe the Sopranos blooper goes ahead of the uh, music. I don't know. Could be, yeah. <laughs> oh, please. Uh, <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> but that, unfortunately, does make the showrunner a fucking coward. <laughs> for what not showing us Tony's, Tony, Tony clapping his cheeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the world just wasn't ready for it. Oh, God. Uh, David Chase, how could you deny us? Yeah, seriously. Where's More like footage? David Chased, am I right? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, God. You know, you don't see Tony's ass for the whole show, and I think that's kind of fucked up. Oh, that is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. You should, you should see his ass at least once. He fucks so many women. You should see his ass at least once. Jesus. We need yeah. a Snyder cut. <laughs> oh man. Less jokes like and more you. asses. <laughs> oh god. I just I just have Soprano's brain rot so fucking bad. Uh, it's incurable. Anyway. 